0: Well, praise God. I thank God for this opportunity to be able to stand before you all on tonight. It's an honor and a pleasure of mine. I I do not take this lightly to be able to stand up here. You know, this is very special to me. And uh, I just see doors opening even now, you know, yet doors are yet opening. And, And I believe that doors are opening for all of us. And and, and I, I just received that word from Dr. Savell on Sunday. Man, I, that was a powerful word for 2020, and, and I'm, I'm expecting it. Amen? Glory to God. Um, tonight, we're talking about back to the basics, and I want to deal with the fundamental process of faith. In order for this process to work, you have to work it. It's not just going to happen, but you have to work it. If it's going to get done, it's up to you. You know, um, I like to say it'll work if you work it. If you don't, it won't. Amen. 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 And repetition is the motor skill for learning. It's got to become a repetition to you, um, what what you're doing. It's got to become repetitious. And... Why why should we want to live by faith? Well, Galatians 3.11 tells us the just shall live by faith. Amen? We must know that faith operates and grows through seed, time, and harvest. That's the law. In Genesis 8.22, it says, While the earth remaineth, seed, time, and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Everything worked by seed, time, and harvest. You have to sow. Amen? In Mark chapter 4, beginning at uh, the third verse. It's the parable of the sower. And I'm not going to read all of this for sake of time. But it says in verse 3, hearken. This word hearken means to, to hear. It means to attend to. It means to consider what is or has been said. Remember that. Consider what is Or has been said. Hearken, behold, there went out a sword to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. Verse 8, And the other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some 30, and some 60, and some 100. I want to skip down to... Verse fourteen. The sower sowed the word. Now these are different types of people that sown. And these are they that they by the wayside where the word is sown when but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. So you got these people that heard the word and then Satan came immediately to steal the word away from them. Okay? Verse 16 says, And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves. You got some people that receive the word with gladness, but they have no root in themselves. Huh? Glory to God. And it says, and so endure but for a time. Because they have no root in themselves, they endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction, this word affliction, another word for affliction is pressure or trouble. You could say when pressure or trouble or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. They get offended. There's another type of people. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares, and another word for cares is anxiety, uh, or, and the anxiety or weary or concern, nervous, nervousness or unease of this world, And the deceitfulness or deceit, deceiving, delusion of riches and the lust of the things entering in choke the word and it become unfruitful. You got things that come in and choke the word and therefore it it becomes unfruitful. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground. Such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some in hundred. I'd like to say that's me. I'd like to say I so on good ground. I think this is good ground right here. I know that this is good ground. I don't think it. I know, and I want you. To, I want you to know that this is good ground. Amen. And and I don't know about you. I was as I was studying this, I was thinking. I said, well, you know. I got to thinking about the 30, the 60, and the 100-fold blessing. I said, I know I've received the 30 and the 60, but I don't think I've received the 100. So I'm expecting the 100-fold blessing. I'm standing on the Word by faith. I got a right to it. You got a right to it. Amen? The second thing I want to talk to you tonight about faith, we're talking about going back to the basics. These are basic things that you already al- already know. Faith hears. Faith hears. Amen. Romans ten seventeen say, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So I was thinking, and I, as I was studying this, I was looking at different translations, and I found the one about the centurion soldier that we all are very familiar with. But one that really stuck, stood out to me was the Passion Translation. I want to read that to you. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. And this is the Passion Translation. It says, When Jesus entered the village of Capernaum, a captain in the Roman army approached him. I thought about Joseph when I read that. <laughs> oh, praise God. Asking for a miracle. Lord, he said, I have a son who is lying in my home paralyzed and suffering terribly. Jesus responded, I will go with you and heal him. But the Roman officer interjected, Lord, who am I to have you come into my heart into my house? And I have excuse me, I into my house I under authority understand your authority for I too am a man who walks under authority and I have authority over soldiers who serve under me. I can tell one to go and he'll go and another to come and he'll come. I order my servants and they'll do whatever I ask. So I know. Say I know. know. Oh my God. He said I know. Glory to God that all you need to do is to stand here and command healing over my son, and he will be instantly healed. Glory to God. He said, I know. Now, now look, this, we, we see his faith speaking. Now, we're talking about faith can hear, but right here we see this since Chirion, his faith is speaking. He said, I know. You can stand right here. And we need to get to the point to where we say, God, I know. I know that you can do this for me. I know, God, I know that you can supply all of my needs. I know that you can heal my body. I know that you can save my children. We got to get to that point. Amen. Look what Jesus said. Jesus was astonished when he heard this and said to those who were following him he has greater faith than anyone I've encountered in Israel Jesus heard this man's faith glory to God he heard it and you know that's why it's so hard for me now to talk to people that when they come up in the first, all they want to talk about is doubt and unbelief I don't want to hear that I don't want to hear it you can hear it when they first start talking. Whatever is in your heart isn't in abundance, the mouth will speak. Amen. Amen? Right. Whatever is in you in abundance, it has to come out. Right. So you can you can find a, or locate a person within five minutes if you just listen to them talk. Amen. Galatians 3 2, the New Living Translation, is talking about the hearing of faith. It says, let me ask you this. One question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message you heard about Christ. Galatians 3, 5. The New Living Translation. The hearing of faith is mentioned again. Glory to God. I ask you again. Does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. We're talking about faith hears. Amen? We're going back to the basic. Faith can hear glory to God. Galatians 3.26, the New Living Translation. We are children of God by faith. Okay? Glory to God. For you all, for you are all children of God. How? Through faith in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. That, that you, you You are children. We all are children of God through Christ. And you have to know that. That's who you are. You are a child of God. That's who you are. That's who I am. I'm a child of God. You are a child of God. You gotta know who you are in Christ. Amen? Glory to God. Hebrews 4 2. Now I'm just gonna be reading some scriptures and, and you know I want y'all to jot them down and do your own research. Glory to God. Hebrews 4 2. Your hearing has to be mixed with uh faith. In order for it to profit, okay? For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it, okay? Now, I, I don't. we, we don't want to be like these people. Let's go to Acts chapter 28 and verse 27. We, we, we don't want to be like these people right here. Acts 28:27 in the new living translation says it this way, "For the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their hearts cannot understand. for they cannot turn unto me and let me heal them. Wow because they can't hear wow can you hear tonight do you hear what the spirit is saying this not me but I'm quoting what he said this is the word of God I'm just the messenger don't look at me but you got to receive the word because this is the word of God amen glory to God thank you Jesus thank you Jesus faith speaks how many of you know that faith speaks? Yes. Glory to God. And calls things that be not as though they were. Romans 4, 17 says, God calleth those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it says, we, we speak what we believe. We have in the... We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Proverbs 18 talks about the power of the tongue, one that we all are very familiar with. Now we're just going back to the basics, okay? Verse 20, it says, a man's belly... Shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Verse 21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I want to read this in the uh, New Living Translation. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. <laughs> The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. If you just talking, just talking, you're going to reap the consequences. You know, if you're not talking what the word of God says, you're going to reap the consequences. We're talking about reaping. You can reap whatever you sow, good or bad. You're going to reap. So, Dr. Savell say, if you can't speak the word, your best investment would be in a roll of duct tape. Exactly. Amen. If you can't speak what the word say, you ought not be saying nothing. Because what you say will come back to get you. Well, I always say stuff never, never happened to me. Well, you're getting it because nothing never happened. That's what you said, Huh? You got to watch what you say, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. I want to talk to you about how to get the word into your heart. How do we get this word down on the inside of us? Well, number one, you think about the word. Number two, you got to ponder the word, meditate on it. Got to get in the word. You got to think about what the word says. Glory to God. And number three. You have to say it over and over again. You got to say it over. You got to keep it before you're saying it over and over. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. This word substance is confidence. Confidence. Now faith is the confidence of things hoped for, the evidence or the proof of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Mm. Listen to this. The worlds were framed by the words of God. Could it be that you could frame your world by what you say? What are you saying about you? Huh? What What are you saying? I remember before I got a hold to this word and before I got saved, I walk around. Um, I always broke. I ain't, I ain't never got nothing, you know. Uh, and just always talking down and negative. And guess what? I was always broke and never had. But I didn't know anything about I could have what I say. I was speaking condemnation over myself. Glory to God. Somebody ought to say, Thank God for the word. I mean that. Thank God for the word. Glory to God. Let's look at this. In Genesis chapter one, it says. God used faith words to speak everything into existence. Glory to God. Genesis 1.1 say, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Now I want to show y'all something. We we, all have seen this many times. But in this chapter right here, you're going to see where it say, and God said ten times in this chapter. And God said ten times. Are y'all getting this? Could it be that we're not saying something or we're saying something that we're not supposed to be saying? Huh? Let's look at this. Genesis 1, 3. And God said, let there be light and there was light. Genesis 6. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And it was so. He said it, and it was so. He said it, and it was so. Glory to God. Verse 9, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. He said it, and it happened. Glory to God. As I w- God just brought this to my remembrance today. I didn't, I, I wasn't, at this time I didn't have nothing about this. But I remember I was in the 10th grade, and I was, I was uh, I, I'm very athletic. I played football, baseball, basketball in high school, and, and so I had to work, and, and I wanted a car as a sophomore in high school, so my mom gave me $300 and said, boy, you're going to have to get you a job. If you want a car, I'll give you the down payment, and uh, we'll get it, but you're going to pay for it. I said, mom, you mean I got to quit playing sports? She said, if you want a car, that's what you're going to have to do. So guess what, I had to quit. I wanted a car, I quit playing. I didn't know then what I know now. I said, because I'm telling you, man, we was was poor, man, I'm telling you, but I said in that house, I said, mama, I said, I'm gonna get me a car. I said that, I didn't know nothing about this. I said it, I'm gonna get me a car. And by the time I got in the 10th grade, I got that car, I got a 1970 Chevelle Malibu with a 350. Man, I thought I was hot, man. (laughs) Woo, man, but I didn't know about this. I said it and it happened. Amen. And the Lord just showed me that today. Glory to God. I just wanted to bring that up. Man. But you know, that is, that is that is something. When you go back, God was with me way back then. God was with me before I even knew anything that I was going to be a preacher. God was orchestrating my steps. Glory to God. Verse 11. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and the fruit yielding uh, tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. Verse 14. And God said. Verse 20. And God said. And verse 24. And God said. And it was so. Verse 26. Watch this. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Woo! Glory to God. Let us make man in our, in our likeness and after our image. Glory to God. The same thing God's doing right here, you and I can do it. Oh, oh, wait, wait, let me read that again. He said, and God said, let us make man in our image. You were made in the image of God after his likeness. So if God did it, he given us the ability to do it. We don't have to walk around broke. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, y'all got quiet when I said broke. I, I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Uh-uh, no, I'm not going to be broke no more. They say I wouldn't say that. I'm telling you, Stuart, I'll never be broke another day in my life. Long as I know what the word of God say. I'm standing on the word of God. Yeah, some of y'all laughing, but th- this word is true. God said, I'm not a man that I shall lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent. Has he not said it and shall he not do it? That's the word. I'm going to say what he said. Then I'm going to get the last laugh. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, brother. By faith, glory to God. Watch this, watch this. He said... And let them have dominion. What is dominion? Dominion means to prevail against. To reign over. To rule over. To bear. To take over. The fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air. And over the cattle. And over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. He gives you power over creeps too. That's what the word say. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Verse 29. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of the tree of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. In other words, it be for provisions to you. Yeah. He's giving it to you for provisions. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Go with me to Matthew chapter twelve, verse thirty-three. Jesus explaining the importance of words. Matthew twelve thirty-three. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. Yeah. Glory to God. You know, you 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 know a tree by what f- the fruit that's on it, right? Yeah. And I believe that we can tell a Persons, what they're bearing, if we look at them, not judging, but just look at what they're bearing. Are they bearing fruit or not? It's not judging. Glory to God. Look what he said to the people. He said, old generation of vipers, call them snakes. How can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of his of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by your word, thou shalt be justified. By your words, another word for justified is righteous. In other by your words, you'll be righteous. Amen? And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. Go with me to one of the favorite scriptures most of y'all all know, Mark 11, 23, 24. And I want to talk to you about how to have mountain-moving faith. I got something I want y'all to look at in, this, in these two scriptures right here, 23 and 24. You're going to see the word say six times. It's going to be say or sayeth. And then one time you're going to see where it says pray. And if you pray, you got to, you got to say something in order to pray, right? So let's, let's read this. For verily I say unto you, talking about how to have mountain-moving faith, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith. Come on. Huh? Shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. All right. Therefore, verse 24, Therefore I say unto you what things soever you de- you desire when you pray so if I'm praying I have to say something right okay believe that you receive them and you shall have them glory to God glory to God Let's let's the fourth thing I want to talk to you about is faith sees through a Word ruled mind. This word. This word have to rule your mind. Amen? Faith sees through a word ruled mind. Romans 12, 2 talks about renewing the mind. And it's two uh, scriptures here I want to refer to. Matthew 9 and 2. It says, And behold, they brought to him a man Sick of the palsy, lying on a bed, and Jesus seeing their faith said unto the sick of the palsy, "Son, be of good cheer; thy sins be forgiven thee." Now, now you got to look. He say, "Jesus did what? Seeing their faith, huh? So faith sees also." But one of the stories I really want to talk to you about is in Luke chapter five verse seventeen. It talks about uh, where it talks about the power of the uh, uh, the Lord was in the house, or the presence of was in the house to heal them, and say, but but nobody in the house was healed. However, there was someone that got healed. There was four friends that brought a friend on a bed. And the Bible says that they looked for other means in which to get in, and they couldn't find no way to get in into this house where the presence of the Lord was to heal them. You had you had Pharisees, church people, and doctors of the law. They was there. Now, however, none of them got healed. None of them, nobody got healed. Even though the presence of God was in the house to heal them, nobody in the house got healed. However, they brought this one man on the bed, and they took him up on the roof and lowered him down. And when Jesus saw him, he said, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. And he was healed. So you can see faith. Faith sees, you know. And and, you know. Sometimes we all not want to hang around people that every time you talk to them, they're negative, they got problems, everything, and you try to talk to them, the word of God. Yeah, but I know that. I tried that. That didn't work. But, you know, girl, uh, uh, no, nah, I can't do that. I, you're wasting your time with them. Leave them alone. I mean, if they don't want to hear it, my Bible say dust your feet. I mean, you can't make somebody do something if they don't want to hear it. But they're always coming to you. And if you listen long enough, they'll bring you down. I said, if you listen to it long enough, next thing you know, they're they having you feeling down. Amen? It's, it, I, I like to say it like this. You keep striking those matches and playing with them and letting them burn down and throwing them, sooner or later you're going to get burnt. The same thing yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is real. The, the word is life. This word is life. The proverb for say that the word of God is life to him that find them. This is life, y'all. This this is the real deal. I was Before I found Christ, I was a walking dead man. Before you found Christ, you was a walking dead man. But now that you have him in your life... It's, he's what makes the difference amen he makes the difference I couldn't do this without him I never thought I would be standing up in front of you guys like this but God did God did amen Romans 12 2 thank you Romans 12 2 talks about renewing the mind Renewing of the mind. He said, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Wow. We got to have a new mindset. We got to quit thinking like we did before we got saved. Now that we saved, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 say that we are a new creature in Christ. We no longer think like we used to think. We're going back to the basics, y'all. You know, a lot of times we always want to say, well, I remember back in the day. Paul said, forgetting those things which were behind. I don't want to remember that. I'm, I'm gone. That's a testimony, but I can give a testimony, but I'm not remembering that. I'm not dwelling on that where I used to be. I'm going over here now. Come on, y'all. Why you want to lay in something that, that had you bound? I'm free today. I said I'm free today. Glory to God. You're free today. Why? Because you're in Christ. And who he said free is free indeed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians. Go with me there. Chapter 10. Sake of time, I'm a, I'm a. We're talking about the word rule mind, and said it does not walk in the flesh. You know, a lot of time we we don't watch it. We'll get in the flesh and get caught over here with our buddies joking and saying things that's that's not uh, uh, conducive to what the word of God say. And you got to watch that kind of stuff because when you're doing that, what you're doing, you're opening up. A door for the enemy to come in and, and, and capture you. Yeah. See, you know, uh, uh, you got to plug up all your holes to keep the devil out. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 10. I'm going to start at verse 2. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence or that reliance, that trust. Wherewith I think to be bold against some. Which think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. Some think of us uh, walking according to the flesh. But, but look, for though, verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. Even though I, I'm walking in this flesh, it's not me. Uh, fighting against you or you fighting against me, but it's a spirit that's fighting against each other. We're not warring against each other in the flesh. It's spiritual battle that's going on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wherewith I think to be bold, okay, no. for though I walk, we walk through Walk in the flesh. We do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination. We got to cast them down. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God is the word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians. Go with me there. I got a lot of scriptures as I told y'all. Chapter 4, verse um, 13. Talking about renewing the inward man. The the inward witness. Amen. I'm I'm going to start at 16. Verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, ooh, glory, he's calling light affliction. A light affliction is a is oppressing. It, it's a oppressing together. It's pressure. It's oppression. It's tribulations. It's distress or, or strength, which is but for a moment, workers for us are far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. If you can see it, it's only temporary. Whatever you're going through right now, if sickness in your body, if you can see it, it's only Temporary. It's not eternal. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. But the things which are seen are eternal. Romans chapter 10. Thank you, Father. The word, rude mind sees every aspect of salvation. Romans ten, glory to God. Let's begin for sake of time in uh, the eighth verse. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and thy in thy heart. That is. The word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. It's just that simple. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Thank you Lord. Verse 11. For the scripture saith. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. I'm going to skip to verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful or the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. I tell y'all this, you know, I, I, I said, I thank God for heritage of faith. I heard Dr. Seville one morning, listening to Brother Copeland, about 6 o'clock in the morning. And I'm telling y'all, Dr. Seville's feet would always be beautiful in my house. Always. That's what gave me it. A new life. I heard it that morning. And what has been now, babe, uh, this is 19, 13 years. I heard it. And I got rooted. I got rooted. I wasn't going to move because I got the word in me. I heard the word. I wanted the word. I desired the word. I craved the word. I had to have the word. I got rooted. And I came right here and I sat. And I sat. And I sat. And I did what I had to do. And look at me today. Thank God. Give God some praise. I said give God some praise. Not me, but give God some praise. God is getting ready to move on you right now. God is getting ready to open doors for you right now. Doors are being opened right now in the spirit realm right now. Doors are being opened for you right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whoo, glory to God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 12, verses, uh, verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. This word sacrifice is to express thankfulness for his benefits. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man, that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Wow. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Because you are who you are. Because of who he made you to be. Without him you are nothing. Huh? Without you. you, you, you without God on your in your life you are nothing. Whatever you have it is God that gave you. The power to get well. It's God that gave it to you. It wasn't nothing that you done, but God knew you before the foundation of the world. And He said, I want to bless Eric. Oh, yeah. He said, I'm going to bless Eric. Why? Because Eric will be a blessing. See, He knew it before the foundation of the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go with me to Second Thessalonians. Still got a little time. I'm just gonna just take my time and I pray to God that, that ears are being open to hear and to receive this word from God because this is not me. This is not me, this is God. I'm just speaking what he said. Amen. First Thessalonians. I mean, 2 Thessalonians, I'm sorry. Chapter 3, beginning at the second verse. Not everyone is held by faith. What we're going to be talking about. Okay? And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Everybody don't have faith, y'all. Amen? And I'm going to tell you the truth. Some of your best friends don't have faith. The New Living Translation says it this way. Pray too that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people for not everyone is a believer. Mm. You mean to tell me everybody go to church not a believer? I didn't say it. That's what God said. His word said it. Everybody not a believer. I want to I'm gonna read the same verse in, in the Passion Translation. I got one more, I'm gonna read it in the message too. The Passion Translation says it this way Pray too that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not everyone is a believer. He said it. Not everyone is a believer message. This one I really like. And pray that we'll be rescued from these scoundrels who are trying to do us in. Woo! Pray that we'll be rescued from these scandals that's trying to do us in. You, you don't really know it, but God telling you right there, you got some people that's trying to do you in. And they are around you every day. And trying to do you in. I'm gonna leave that alone, y'all. See, I, I, what y'all, some of y'all can't relate to it, but see, I can relate to it because, see, I, I was after in the, in the world before. I I, ain't, I haven't been saved all my life. I know a lot, everybody in here, y'all been saved all y'all life, but see, I I, I haven't been saved all my life, so I, I know what he's talking about. Amen. Now, y'all should be all know this scripture, First John five. A word rule mind knows that our faith overcomes the world. Amen? Whoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Do we have any believers in here that believe that? Okay, well then you are born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. We love when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandment, and this commandments are not grievous. Now, now I want to talk about this word "grievous." His commandments are not grievous. In other words, I looked the word up, and it said another word for grievous was. Heavy in weight. His commandments is not heavy in weight. His commandments is not burdensome. His commandments is not severe. His commandments is not weighty. His commandments are not violent. His commandments are not cruel. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that God is the that, that Jesus is the Son of God who is he? That overcometh the world. But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Do you believe that Jesus is the son of God? Huh? Then you are the overcomer. That's who you are. Deborah, you're an overcomer. Jim, you're an overcomer. Amen. Amen. Ryan, you're an overcomer. That's who you are. That's who he say you are. That's who you are. I'm an overcomer. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Amen. Therefore, God say, I'm an overcomer. No matter what come against us, we're an overcomer. No matter what kind of child come against us, we're an overcomer. Sickness attack our body, we overcome. Glory to God. Glory to God. Finances, we're an overcomer. We might be lacking, but we're an overcomer. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Go with me to Ephesians 2.8. Ephesians 2.8. I'm learning, trying, I'm trying to learn how to just take my time and not get in a hill. Ephesians 2 8 says, We are saved by grace through faith. Glory to God. And faith is talked about in detail throughout Hebrews 11. We know that that, that chapter of faith, you know, the, got all the, the guys in there, you know, the heroes of faith, you know. And uh, they used their measure of faith, didn't they? Romans 12, 3 says, we are to think soberly. That's how we are to think, soberly. Amen? Hebrews 12. And, you know, it talks about Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Glory to God. It says, um, Hebrews 12, 1 say, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Eric talked about that last week. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The author and finisher of our faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Glory to God. He's sitting right at the right hand of God. Amen? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the basics. Basic. Bible basics. We, we we have to start acting on this. Whatever we believe in God for it's it's a we, we just got it's steps we gotta go through. And we have to speak the word of God. Speak the word only. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Go with me to uh, Ephesians one. You know your faith can be heard? Mm hmm. Faith always has corresponding actions. Always. Verse 15 say, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all saints. Cease not to give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayers. Now, he, he said, I, I, I'm making mention of you in my prayers. He, he got some action behind what he's saying. He's making mention of you and me. Amen. The fifth thing I want to talk to you about is that we ought to know. That faith works by love. I'm going to say that again. Faith works by love. Galatians 5, 6 says, Faith works by love. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor is uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. And as I said before, and as I getting ready, I'm getting ready to close. Faith has corresponding actions. James 2, 17 says, faith without actions is dead. The amplifier says, so then so too. Faith, if it does not have works to back it up, is by itself dead, inoperative, and ineffective. Wow. Let me read that again. So too, faith, if it does not have works to bag it up, is by itself dead, inoperative, and ineffective. Wow. And this is the last scripture, and I'm closing. Expect to receive the end of your faith. 1 Peter 1, 6. In this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. Verse 7. So that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you haven't seen him, glory to God, you love him. And though you do not even see him now, believe and trust in him, and you greatly rejoice and delight with the inexpressible and glorious joy. Receiving as a result the outcome and the consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls. In closing, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Your faith can be heard of. Ephesians 2.8 says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's the gift of God. Amen? Y'all receive that word tonight? Well, thank you uh, for allowing me to.